Welcome to No Judgments Here, your weekly dose of music. Concert reviews, concert news, reviews, all that other great stuff. <laughs> My name is Mike, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. William. How are you today, sir? And we're back. A little 4th we of are. July Independence Day break. Unexpected, but we're back. I'm happy to be back. Excited yes. to talk about some music. Indeed, indeed. How was your Fourth of July? Uh, I was sick, uh, so it was it was okay. But I've I've been pretty ill throughout the entire month of July, um, so it was it was quiet. I think I was probably in bed by nine thirty. Uh, we did shoot off some daytime fireworks for Pearl, the quiet kind. She was not interested at all, but. Other than that, it was, it was, well, it wasn't quiet. The neighborhood was very loud. Uh, but uh, for me, it was quiet, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, we uh, didn't really do the fourth. I, mean, I guess we did. We drove to Minnesota on the fourth, kind of lit off some fireworks for my niece and my nephew up in Minnesota. They really kind of have a fireworks ban. You can't shoot anything up into the air. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but you know they pretty much uh, don't follow that. So, what kind of ban is that anyway? Why would what what would be the purpose of that? Is I'm that really help with not fires? sure? Probably because I mean there is a lot of you know trees and forestry and everything like that up there. Um, you know, but it's not really that much different from Arkansas. I haven't heard, I haven't heard of that kind of ban. You, I mean, I've always thought you could either. You, you can either do them or you can't. Um, yeah. And I've, I've never heard of no fireworks in the air. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But it's like the strictest law, fireworks laws in the upper Midwest. Huh. So, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, but other than that, it was just kind of an impromptu vacation. I wouldn't say impromptu, but a vacation in Minnesota. Uh, my wonderful better half is working up there, so we had to get her all settled. So... Yeah, you were gone for the entire week. You were out. Yes. Yep. I was out and about. um, Visited a few record stores. um, Went to an amusement park. All that good stuff. So, but you know, back to work now. Back to reality. I couldn't be happier. Good to be back on the show. Yeah. So let's get it popping, as the young folk like to say. I think. What do you got in what do you got in the news this week? Whew, I'm out of breath. Hold on. Give me a moment. Okay. Are you ready? I'm having breathing issues. Uh-oh. Do you have the covid? No. Well, I I I shouldn't say no. I don't think I do, but I it's it's been a it's been a long two weeks. It's been a long two weeks. Initially, I thought it was the Applebee's fever. I went to Applebee's. Every time I go to Applebee's, yeah, I get sick. About that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, and then I just, I haven't got back to health yet. It's been very oh. annoying. So, the news. Let's get to the news. Uh, a little bit more limited, mainly because it was 4th of July, Independence Day. Not a lot of news was coming out music-wise, but also because I was sick and I just really wasn't paying attention like I had been. But we still got some stuff. Um, let's see here. One, an interesting tour back to 1998-99 time period. Drowning Pool, Il Nino, and Head P.E. are going on a package cool. tour. Um, back in, I, man, I'm trying to think. I think it was 2002-ish. 
I'm trying to think of the year Dimebag died. I think it was 2002, maybe 2003. Uh, Drowning Pool and Head P.E. were actually on tour at that time, and they were coming to Lincoln's Royal Grove. And uh, when Dimebag got killed, Drowning Pool quit the tour, but Head P.E. went ahead and still played the Royal Grove. And um, Jared from Head P.E. told a whole bunch of Dimebag stories that particular night. Well, here it is, 2021. 19 years later, I don't even know what singer Drowning Pool is on at this point. It's either their fourth or fifth lead singer uh, going back on tour and taking the new Il Nino, the head PE, back on the road with them. Unfortunately, not coming near me. If they came to Georgia's Majestic Lounge or Fort Smith, I'd be all over this show. Uh, That'd be a good time. Incubus continued to announce dates uh, slowly but surely. They announced three new dates this past week. Uh, coming to Tulsa, Des Moines, and Wichita, uh, playing the Hard Rock Casino, Hard Rock Live uh, in Tulsa. You had a lot of issues with the ticket price on this particular concert venue. I did. Uh, $70 for Incubus at, for- a, at a small venue, I want to say. Small venue. I, I, just, I just don't think that Incubus is you know, worth that much of a price of a ticket. Um, you know, it's nothing against them. I mean, their music's fine. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I just don't think that $70 for what essentially is a club show is 2021 is, is just, I think it's just astronomical. Yeah. The, the obvious counter there is that we paid 64 for Corey Taylor at the bourbon theater. So we did, we did pay 64 for an artist who is uh, relevant in 2021. I don't Um, know why you say that, but what, based off of what is Corey Taylor relevant? I would say, I would say more up to date, more uh, in line with um, popularity. I think Corey Taylor is more popular than Incubus. Slipknot, yes. Corey Taylor. Stone Sour. Stone Sour, Slipknot. Corey Taylor himself. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, what does Corey Taylor think about this is a meme. You know? I mean, you hear about it all the time. Online. Well, the reason why it's a meme, and I don't know that meme, but just hearing you say that meme is because every time there's a music news article out there, uh-huh. somebody has to get Corey Taylor's opinion on it. Oh, yeah. I think in pop culture and in the music world industry, whatever you want to call it, Corey Taylor is um, well more relevant than Incubus. Would that make Ted Nugent relevant? Well, Ted Nugent's Ted Nugent. I mean, there's some idiots out there that are going to pay 70 bucks to go see Ted Nugent. I don't know why. But that's another one that I would say is a stupid price. I saw I saw one of the probably <laughs> best and up and coming bands in Dirty Honey mm-hmm. for thirty five dollars a ticket. Yeah, and that's that's probably a lot for Dirty Honey, wouldn't you say? No, not at all. I think that's I think that's a, a pretty fair price for a club show. Dirty Honey with one album under their name well, versus essentially two, with essentially with twenty five million albums sold. Uh, in three albums from 16 years ago. L- longer than that. Well, but if you look at Rock, Oklahoma, the three headliners are Rob Zombie, Limp Biscuit, and Slipknot. Okay. I mean, these are three artists who who their prime main time really is 15, you're gonna, 20 you, plus years ago. You're going to tell me that Slipknot main, Slipknot's main time was 20 years ago? Yes, absolutely. I don't think oh, there's any doubt about me. that. You're telling me that the last album was great. 
Um, great chapter was good. All hope is gone. We liked it, but I, we're and, talking and about most the masses. Of, and most the masses liked it as well. Let's. All right, now you're gonna make me go to the Google box. <laughs> no, okay. Let's move. Let's move on with the news. No, an no, interesting no, conversation. no, 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 no. This is a conversation I think. Needs I to think. Be had. Yeah, in 2021, though, I mean, seventy dollars. Yes, seventy dollars is a lot, but in 2021, it's pretty normal standard price for a multi-platinum band playing a small venue. And okay. we can talk about the fact that yes, they, their albums no longer sell what um, "Make Yourself," um, "Morning View," "Science" sold, but nobody's selling what they sold back in there unless it's. Like we've discussed in the past, Taylor Swift, Adele, great chapter uh, went platinum. Rappers. Great chap, great the great the great chapter point five went platinum. All hope is gone went platinum. Of course, all hope is gone was thirteen years ago, mm-hmm. but still, you know, great how, chapter how long ago platinum. was great great chapter? Eleven uh, years ago, two thousand fourteen. Okay, two thousand nineteen. We are not your kind. It says it sold one hundred eighteen thousand, which seems kind of low. I mean, it's silver gold. So let's go back and look at Incubus. So one hundred eighteen thousand. Surely that's not correct. That's no, really I low. So I don't think so either. But anyhow, it was it was, it was certified gold. Let's look at Incubus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excuse me. Incubus discography. Thank you. What do you think? So I think we've talked about this before. Well, they, they've only released two albums since 2011, so we got that right. one. Um, yep. Eight uh, was and the last major not, one. They they released now when? Yeah, they released uh, two EPs: Trust Fall, Side A, and Side B. Light Light Grenades went gold. That was 2006. Crow left of the murder platinum in 2004. Morning View two times platinum. Make Yourself two times platinum. So really, essentially, three albums. Four. Four. Oh, because of the gold one? Yeah. Light Grenades? Okay, yeah. so yeah, that was 2006. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they continue to tour on their output from 1999 to 2006. I do agree right. with that. So and, and so you think Slipknot... Um, then is only touring off of All Hope is Gone? No, for me, Iowa? One, one, two, and three, man. Uh, Debut, Iowa, and then uh, whatever the third one was called. Volume three, the subliminal verses. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and this Slipknot's not alone in this, and Incubus is not alone. All of these bands, and I'm talking Corn as well, all of these bands continue to be able to tour Rob Zombie and make their money based off of albums 15 plus years ago. So I just saw Corn and Breaking Benjamin what last year. I know I didn't pay $70 a ticket for that. How much did you pay? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Maybe 50, maybe 60. I don't know. That's, that's a pretty good deal. Right. But it's an arena show. And two uh, bands and two yeah. big bands. Mm-hmm. So for the price of two bands, you know, I'm going to pay ten dollars more to see one band. 
well, you know, has, for, that uh, hasn't had a that hasn't had a solid album and the Incubus three eleven Bad Flower tour last year that was coming to the amp. I paid twenty dollars for a lawn seat. Okay, that's a good flipping deal. Yeah, it's a great deal. It's awesome. It's a great deal. I wonder. I, I didn't see. I didn't tour, see how much those bad those Bad Flower tickets were, but it's the tour that. I missed most about the pandemic year. I wanted that right. tour more than any other tour. Well, yeah, no, that's a good tour. I mean, even I was thinking about coming down for that. Yeah. So, but anyway, if I can ever figure out what my work schedule is starting August first, perhaps I'll be going to this concert tour. We'll have a review. I'll discuss whether or not I feel it was worth seventy dollars or not. And you will, because you are a huge Incubus fan. I do love some Incubus. It's been a while since I've seen them. Been a while. I can't All recall right. the last time I saw Incubus. I'm trying to think outside my head now. It's uh, I think it was that Incubus Deftones Kansas City show. That was probably six or seven years ago. Moving on, that was a long time spent on the Incubus pricing. Uh, Atlanta concerts, uh, they're doing some type of thing at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, which is where the Atlanta Falcons play. For some reason, they're doing one night country, one night hard rock. I don't I don't know if it's pandemic related. It probably is uh, like the return of concerts, live music to Atlanta. Anyway, on night one, you got George Strait, Eric Church, and I think Caitlin Butts, I think, is the third act. I don't really recall if that's correct or not. On night two, you have Metallica, Cage the Elephant, Greta Van Fleet uh, in two nights over a weekend in November. Would be freaking awesome to see both nights. Uh, unbelievable combo. I really like Cage the Elephant and Metallica together. Uh, yeah. Two very different bands, but uh, two really, really great live bands. I, I'll be interested to see. This isn't the first time Cage the Elephant's been on the same bill with Metallica, but always interested to see how Metallica fans will you know, react to a band like Cage the Elephant who have nothing heavy about them. They're just a really good rock alternative band. Right. Yeah, and, it uh, is an interesting mix. I mean, it, it, I w- I'm not mad at it. What was yeah. the third band? Who was the third band? Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yeah, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, a distant third band at this point. Two years ago, man, right. that would have been... Whew. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like uh, Greta Van Fleet. They're on the bill. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Eric Church is awesome. I'm surprised they get, didn't go for Garth Brooks over George Strait personally. Uh, but George Strait, who doesn't listen to George Strait? He's very boring in concert, but you're going to hear 30 number one hits. Uh, so if you like country, that's going to be your thing. Uh, Eric Church, I'll be interested to see if he sticks around and does some stuff with Metallica or something. Uh, I know Eric Church, is uh, he's definitely a crossover country artist appeals type person. Uh, be interested to see if there's any type of collaborations between the country night and the rock night. Early surprise for Atlanta. They didn't give us some type of rap hip hop night. Throw out some outcast out there on the stage, perhaps get them back together for one night. Yeah, I think that's going to be very hard pressed to do. Um, yeah, it's probably over. If these, guys, if, the, if these guys haven't showed up, you know, I don't I just don't see it's going to happen. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Mike, uh, we were going to discuss this last week, but uh, since we had to cancel, we didn't. Uh, the final show ever happened to 4th of July weekend of 1996 from this band. Do you know who it was? The final show ever. 1996. 1996. From this version of the band, I should say. The original version of the band. Alice Chance. There you go. Thousand and Chains, July 3rd, 1996, in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. They did a three run, a little trek, uh, replacing Stone Temple Pilots because Wyland couldn't get his shit together. 
Um, so uh, Lane Staley was able to get out there. If, you, if you've ever checked it out or haven't checked it out, there's a full performance on YouTube uh, of this per- uh, of this show. Uh, Lane Staley sounds great. He's fragile. He doesn't move around a lot. But, man, when he sings in the mic, he sounds fantastic. I don't know why I didn't go to this. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Allison Chains and Kiss on the reunion tour. Uh, they played Louisville, St. Louis, and then they ended with this Kansas City performance. Uh, July 3rd, 1996, uh, the final show we ever got from Lane Staley fronting Allison Chains. Cool. Um, it's on YouTube. I, I, I watched part of it, and I, I've always been meaning to go back and watch it, but I always get distracted. I watched it uh, I watched it over the 4th of July weekend when I wasn't feeling well. Uh, I also watched another show because I saw uh, it's coming up in my concert history. I'll just save it for then. But uh, I, I got from that to this house and chain so a good reminder um and very sad that i didn't get to see them i did see kiss later on that same year in november but with the band i don't recall who the opening act was uh that deftones gojira tour we've talked about several times that just was kind of out there has finally made an update they've decided that they're postponing their tour to 2022 I don't know what the delay was with this, uh, why they lasted so long without news. They even announced that they're going to play Bonnaroo instead of Nashville. They're now off of Bonnaroo. Deftones Gojira will be back on tour in 2022 in the spring. Uh, I always like to do look at some crisscross opportunities. I do want to say that in Detroit, uh, the weekend of May 22nd, Rage Against the Machine runs The Jewels will be playing Detroit May 22nd and May 23rd. Deftones Gojira will be playing Detroit May 24th. Just looking in the future, that's all I'm saying. It's a pretty awesome two-night extravaganza there uh, to do. Uh, Disappointing to see that this tour has been postponed. One of the holdovers from 2021, I had tickets to see them in Kansas City. Kansas City did not make the uh, rescheduled dates in 2021, still not on the dates in 2022. So if I want to see them, uh, the closest dates I will have is Denver or Dallas uh, or Nashville, I believe, are the three options for me. Uh, you have a fourth. You have a fourth option. Minneapolis. Yes. Yeah, and they'll be playing Minneapolis as well. Well, that's a Saturday, which yeah. is always an option. Yes, a quick hour and twenty minute flight up to Minneapolis from Northwest Arkansas. That is true. Corn uh, has announced the replacement basis for Fieldy. His name is Rod Diaz from Suicidal Tendencies. I uh, don't know anything else about him. That's all I can really say about Rod Diaz. Suicidal yeah, Tendencies. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know much about him either. I mean, I'm sure that he can handle it, you know. Uh, I'm get uh, Robert Trullo's son. You know, I know he's yeah. filled in for him before, but probably with his new band, um, he may not have the time. That band can't really uh, figure out how to keep a lineup in check, though. No, it sounds like it was him and Wyland's son. Yeah, they're doing a punk band or something like that. Yeah. So, more power to him. Hopefully, maybe uh, maybe they'll put out something and it'll be good. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Uh, two entertainment things to look forward to, Mike. I don't have a lot of details on this. I just saw it across my Twitter the other day and, and forgot to bookmark it. But there's a uh, much in the spirit of that 80s book that we read a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. It was like 600 pages. There's going to be a new metal book coming out. Uh, it sounds kind of not, not from the same authors, but it sounds a lot like the same kind of format. Uh, format. Uh, a lot of interviews from the the heavyweights in the new metal scene back then. 
uh, going from the start to the end of it. Uh, I believe it's coming out in September. Something to look forward to. I'm going to get some more information, including the author, exactly how we can purchase it, see what we can do to get that in our radar here in the upcoming weeks and months before it does come out. I just wanted to put that out there in the stratosphere. Uh, also, something I'm very excited about, there's a new documentary coming out July 23rd on HBO Max, uh, produced yes. by Bill Simmons. Um, it's a look at Woodstock 99. I cannot wait to see this. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Obviously, everybody hates Woodstock 99 these days. The music sucked. The people were awful. Rapes, violence, fires, everything. I went to Woodstock 99. thought it was an outstanding four days of just loveliness uh <laughs> i enjoyed everything about it take away the fires and the rage um and it, obviously i'm sorry to hear about all the 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 uh the bad shenanigans that happened to females in the crowd um once everything had dissipated but it's coming july 23rd uh the documentary which is about a three minute documentary out there on the internet makes it look great i think it's it's going to be something uh to, to to really enjoy so be looking on that hbo max july 23rd which will be the 22nd anniversary of woodstock 99 nice yeah i saw the trailer for it um it definitely looks great um yeah i'm pretty excited to watch it so um obviously i kind of you see it kind of unfold on mtv back in the day they talked about it um but I didn't obviously didn't go. You did. It'll be interesting to hear your take on it and what they say about it versus you living it. I'm kind of hoping that I can sneak peek see you at some point. Uh, I'll be looking. I'll I'll be looking up for it. Yep. Um, I'm kind of sad that they didn't interview interview you like they should have, but you know, it is what it is. Maybe they'll have some snippets of me being interviewed in 1999, and I just didn't know it. Oh, okay. So. How would you I not can't, remember I, that? Well, it's, I was uh, I was not sober. I oh, would gotcha. I would say that's the best way to to, to handle that. Uh, I will say that on the Woodstock uh, DVD that came out in '99, uh, I am on the Seven Deaths performance. I can see really? myself for about two tenths of a second. You do have to pause. And I knew exactly <laughs> where I was in the crowd. I was wearing a Fred Durst red backwards New York hat like I would be back then. I had yeah. a pizza box in one hand, and I was holding up a $4 bottle of water in another hand. Um, clear as day, I can I can see myself. Um, I'm hoping that the entire documentary is not, just not straight trashing Woodstock. I hope it's more of a, an explanation of how it got to be where it got to be, uh, which was as attendees, we were treated horribly uh, by the organizers of the festival. And it was a poorly, poorly thought of planned festival, but everything else outside of that, the music at that particular time in 1999, <laughs> I say this knowing that Insane Clown Posse and Lit Biscuit both were headliners of the festival, but the music <laughs> at that time, 1999, we, we got basically the, the greatest and the bestest. Um, oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, for the time and everything like that. Now, obviously, looking at it 22 years ago, yeah, I mean, I, ICP, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not an ICP <laughs> fan, so, you know, but Limp Biscuit, obviously, they're headlining Rock, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, a throwback, a le- legend. I use that term loosely. <laughs> um, but, you know, 
it is what it is. So, yeah, we'll say the, the the largest crowd I've ever been a part of was that Lent Biscuit performance. They they've estimated that about four hundred thousand people were at Woodstock ninety nine, really? and for Lent Biscuits performance, I will never be a part of a crowd that was larger than what Lent Biscuits performance was. It was just pure mayhem uh, uh. and just. It was it was ridiculous, and they played right before Rage Against the Machine, who played right before Metallica. Just an amazing night in my life. Dig it. I look forward to it. July twenty third, HBO Max. Uh, if, you don't have, if you don't have it, get it. Yeah, and uh, more sad news, somber news. Uh, Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eighty Two has announced that he's uh, battling cancer. Uh, yeah. I always hate to hear these these types of news. Um, he's constantly updating his, his status. I believe it's Instagram probably Facebook as well um, out there on his trials and tribulations going through the day-to-day process. He is admitting that he is oversharing, but um, you know, uh, hopefully all ends well on, on, I hate to see these battles about cancer forever. Best of luck to Mark Hoppus and then coming on the other side of that. Yeah. I mean, it always sucks. Um, you know, what is it they say nowadays all the time? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm not going to make light of it, but it's it's terrible. Hopefully, uh, you know, it comes out the other side of it. So, yeah. All, all the cliches that go into anybody battling cancer, obviously. Right. Uh, but we will be rooting for Blink-182 Mark Office to get through that. Um, on to better news. Uh, this Saturday, Mike, is Record Store Day, uh, plus yes. two. Um, I will be at, uh, at Block Street Records. Uh, they've already released a preview of what they do have in store. Uh, they, I definitely saw that they do have the Pearl Jam single and the cassette tape uh, ready to be out there. So I will be in line, hoping I can get a hold of that. They also saw some Beastie Boys. I saw the Foo Fighters uh, Bee Gees situation. Um, I, I did not see Head PE, um, but I'm, I'm hoping that they do have Head PE. That's probably going to be difficult for me to find. Um, and maybe a couple other goodies that I will come across. But the main thing I'll be looking for is that Pearl Jam, a live single plus the cassette tape uh, combo. Uh, you, you got any plans for Record Store Day? Um, I will get down there. I'm not for sure. Kind of not up to date on the list like I should be. Um, part of it is I don't want to be. Um, I want to be <laughs> just come across it and be like, okay, I guess I have to have this. Um but I will be there. I think my local shop opens at seven. Um, it, it is a big weekend in in Kearney this weekend with um, car that show? car show is this weekend. Yeah. So it uh, the town gets a little bit nutty during this time. So um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna get down there. So good, 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 good. Well, good luck to you. Um, I can't recall. I was trying to think off the top of my head what else was out there, but. Uh, Pearl Jam is really the one that's sticking in my head. So we'll go from there for anybody else who's out there. Good luck. Well, Hope yeah, Record yeah. Store Day is a, a good, good visit for you. Um, couple yes. tours, couple tours, Mike. Uh, Bad Flower has announced a, a big American tour following mm-hmm. the release of their new single and news of their upcoming album. I can't remember if we had either one of those in our last show. I don't think we did. So there is a new single out there called Family. Uh, they have a new album coming out in September, and they announced you, a new tour. Go ahead. What did you think? What did you think of that single? Uh, I think it's very depressing. Yes, <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, he's he he has some very dark lyrics, and uh, yeah, it doesn't appear that 
moving to Nashville and living a farm life has really made him any more happier. Um, yeah, I'm hoping there's some type of uplifting stuff on this album, but uh, based off of this new single, Family, it's one of those slow crawl singles. You know, you keep waiting and waiting and waiting, thinking that it's going to really get to the heavy part and things are going to change. And it just, it doesn't, uh, as they say in the, you know, tech music, the bass doesn't really ever drop in the song. So you just kind of, kind of sit there waiting. It's a decent song, but man, the lyrics are dark. Uh, right. He's, he's saying how he just doesn't. In in my interpretation, I could always be wrong about the lyrics, but I, I'm. It sounds to me that he's really let down his family, and his family hates him. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from the song. Yeah, it, it it is, and and Courtney, my daughter, is a huge Bad Flower fan, and even she was like, "Okay, this is. I hope the album is not like this. Um, very depressing and everything like that." But I was kind of going through the the. They have the track listing on Apple Music. Some of the titles, eh. Don't look like they would be too depressing. So we'll have to wait and see. That will be the only single that I will listen to from the album. Um, I would hope that you do the same. Yeah. And when is that album coming out? Uh, September something. I think it's it's after Rocklahoma, obviously, because okay. that's Labor Day weekend. I'm thinking it's the week after uh, Labor Day. So okay. that would be September 10th, I believe. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, they did announce their tour, a big tour, all kinds of places. Yeah, Little Rock. Uh, I'm disappointed yeah. they're playing Little Rock instead of Fort Smith or Fayetteville. Um, but that Little Rock is really the only. I mean, I, I could go to Lincoln October sixth, mm-hmm. but I'll be seeing them at Rocklahoma, so I will not be taking the drive to Lincoln to see them. Yep, uh, I will be getting tickets. Uh, me and my daughter will be going. Um, I told my son that I'm not going to take the, take him since he's seen them at Rocklahoma. And if he wants to take it, he can buy his own <laughs> <laughs> and ride along. But yeah, they're going and, on the uh, road with uh, Dead Poet Society. Um, I think that's, they, yeah, they Dead... toured with them last time, right? Yes, they did. A very, very good band. Very, um, I, I really enjoyed them when I saw them open for Bad Flower before. So, and I don't know who the other band is, like Teenage Wrist or something like yeah, that. Teenage don't Wrist. Never heard of them. So we will we will see. We will check that out. That will obviously be uh, talked about in future. Um, they put on a great show. So kind of excited to see them. Yeah, some of the uh, the sample lyrics from uh, from family. So verse two is text, calls, hugs, and birthday cards. Being thoughtful can be so hard. First 15 years, I'm the favorite son. Last 15 years, I'm the hated one. This heart of mine gets blacker all the time. Affection makes me nauseous. Believe me, I don't want this. I hurt my blood tonight. I made my sisters cry. I never say I love you, even though I want to. I'm just my father's son, my mother's kid, a shitty brother. I'm nobody's friend. This is all my fault. I only make you cry. I don't deserve this family. You're better off without me. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah. Let's let's talk about something. <laughs> uh, another tour that announced Lincoln, uh, the Butcher Babies, uh, are going on tour to play their first album in full, which I guess is something that people want to hear. Um, their uh, that that their dates include Rocklahoma. Uh, they'll be in Lincoln the weekend of Rocklahoma, 
uh, so you do not have to check them out twice. Uh, we're okay. starting to get a pretty good idea of who's playing on what days. We don't know the headliners exactly, but a whole bunch of other bands. And we can start uh, keeping track of this starting on next week's show. Um, but like Bad Flower, Puddle of Mud, uh, Butcher Baby, Seven Dust, Tremonte. Um, and I believe there's a few others on there. We, we really we know which days they're performing on Rockahoma. I just haven't started putting the list together. So starting next week, we can start saying who's playing what day exactly for Rockahoma weekend. Well, good. I mean, uh, it would make sense to me, and, and, and I'll be interested to see if they put, like, all of the kind of rap-influenced um, acts on one day. You know, like Jelly Roll, Limp Bizkit, Ashes the New. Um, lose at zero, three, six, or whoever they are. Um, if they if they're all kind of on the same day, it'll be interesting to see if they do something like that. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes uh, festivals like to mix it up. They like to yep. put, you know, like the heavy band Slipknot and all the other heavy bands on a different day than Slipknot to make people stick around for more than one day. So it'll be interesting to see if they do group them together like that, or if they make it more of a hodgepodge of festival randomness. And Mike, I got to tell you, I still don't know what my work schedule is for September. So it's just going to wow. be, it's just going to be darkness. Well, darkness. Re- regardless of what it is, I mean, you'll be calling in. So <laughs> in case any of your coworkers or bosses right. are listening to this, just yeah. plan on just plan on Will calling in one of those days or all yeah. those days. Yeah, it had so. to be all of those days. Good lord, good lord. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. That's that's all we have. That actually, because of our concert ticket price, Incubus News uh, went much longer than I thought. But that's okay. Well, I had to. I had to speak my piece. Yeah, I don't think we've resolved anything with that. By the way, probably not. Yeah, it's okay. But we hardly ever do resolve anything when we have That's a disagreement. True. That's so. true. Well, let's let's talk about the merry things. You know, let's talk about your concert history. Where's concerts? Where's concerts? Where's concerts? You know, I don't know. When I sing that song, I always cut my hands over my mouth. I don't think it makes a difference in what no. it sounds like, but uh, I, I don't. I can... I continue to do it. I don't see Uh, how it would, but yeah. Mike, it it is July 12th, and my concert history I only have for June 28th through July 4th. So we're we're a week behind. I'll have to do a major catch-up next week. Next week we'll do a super extravagant edition of Will's Concerts, uh, July 5th through, what, July 18th. That should be fun. It's actually a short list, so I should have just gone ahead and, and done the full thing. But we're going to start with uh, June 29th, 2016. We may have actually talked about this on the last episode. Guns N' Roses and Alan Chains in yeah, Kansas City, which uh, I'll go ahead and move on after, after that. Uh, July 2nd uh, was uh, of 2016 at the Amp, uh, just a few days after the Guns N' Roses, Alice in Chains concert, saw Sammy Hagar in the circle at the Amp uh, with Erica, Ashley, Dustin, and my brother. Uh I feel like we've already discussed these, but now I can't remember. Nope. Uh, July 5th of 2013, uh, I went by myself to see the lovely Beyonce in Oklahoma City, a wonderful concert. Uh, <laughs> there were rumors that Jay-Z was also in the crowd. I cannot confirm or deny that. Uh, great concert. Only time I've ever seen Beyonce. Probably be the last time I see her. Uh, once you've seen her once, do you ever see, need to see her again? Probably not. Uh, July 3rd, 2012. 
uh, uh, with a group of friends. We went to the downstream casino outside Joplin, Missouri to see Randy Travis and Kelly Pickler, an outstanding concert. I think Randy Travis has passed away in the last couple of years. Is that correct? No. Randy Travis is he's still alive. Is he? Yeah. All right. Well, good. I think he's on his dying days then. Is that correct? Um, Am I just wishing him I to think die? he's got – I think he had a stroke. Okay. Or something well, or the other. He's not touring anymore. I, I know that much. Uh, I don't know a lot of songs from Randy Travis. I was just there for the company, but it was a good time. Kelly Pickler, lovely as can be. She's also very good looking. Don't know any of her music. I just like to hear, hear her talk because of her Southern twang. So I got that concert going for me. Uh, July 6, 2006, I went to Juanita's in Little Rock, Arkansas uh, by myself to see Flyleaf. Uh, nice. uh, just an outstanding show. Members of Rob Zombie. Uh, we're in the audience because I actually chose to see Flyleaf instead. The next day was the Edge Fest in Little Rock featuring Rob Zombie, Anthrax, Shinedown, Trapped in Hillstorm. I wanted to see Flyleaf. I saw Flyleaf. I did not go to Edge Fest the following day. I remember it was really hot in Juanitas, but it was an outstanding show, man. I loved Flyleaf's first album. I think I need to put them on my new music playlist that I just made recently based off of one of our previous conversations. Going to put that on the list. Flyleaf, I wish they'd get back together. Um, on July 1st, 2005, in Omaha with an ex-girlfriend, Marissa, and my dad, I saw the Doobie Brothers and Three Dog Night, a free show celebrating, I think it's celebrating both Omaha and America, I believe. There was a fireworks show afterwards. Uh, there was like 50,000 people in the crowd, which was a lot for the Doobie Brothers, but uh, it was a yeah. good time. Good show. Yeah. I, where was that? Where was that at again? What park? Ah, man, I don't recall what the park is called. Champions Park? No, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, they... they, I don't recall. Is that it? No, 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 I'm just catching my breath again. Sorry, I'm out of breath. Uh, July July 3rd of 2004, another show I went and saw with Marissa. I saw Blue October, Pomeroy, and Hello Dave in Des Moines. Uh, Blue October was pretty big at this particular time. Uh, I was really big fans of Blue October during that time. Pomeroy was a band from Kansas City who was really popular, and Hello Dave was a pretty cool band from Des Moines. Pretty cool, triple bill. Probably didn't need to drive to Des Moines to see this bill. I think there was like 200 people in the crowd, but it was still a good time. On July 1st, 2003, at the Pershing Auditorium, I saw Deftones, uh, which was an awesome show, but the, the Pershing... Probably one of the most sparse crowds I've ever seen at Pershing. There was probably maybe 2,000 people inside Pershing. It was good because uh, Deftones were on the Summer Sanitarium Tour that particular summer. And I went to see that, uh, I think, two weeks later in Minneapolis, and Deftones did not show up. Uh, So I was happy to get the Deftones in on this particular night uh, at the Pershing Auditorium in Lincoln. I can't recall who I went to that with. Probably Wardlaw, but I don't know if that's true or not. July 2nd, 2002 in Little Rock with my mom. We sat in the very last row at Altel Arena to see the Eagles. Um, Very cool performance. An awesome show. Three hours long. They played every song you wanted to know. It's the only time I've ever seen the Eagles. Probably will never see the Eagles ever again because of what their lineup is now these days. They got yeah. Vince Gill in the band. Um, plus, I, Joe John Walsh, I believe, is dead. Or Glenn Frey is dead. No, nope. Glenn, Glenn Frey, Frey is dead. dead. Uh, Joe right. Walsh is not in the band. Is that is that right? Um, I don't know if Joe Walsh is in the band. There's like two dudes in the band. It's it's Don Henley and one other guy, Michael A. Schmidt or something like that. Plus Vince right. Gill. Michael Michael B. Schmidt, I think is his name. Yeah, Michael Michael Anthony. Michael W. 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know his initial. Now I need to know his initial. What's his initial? Is his first name Michael? Am I making that up? Am I making up his name? I don't know. Is there a dude by the name of Michael in the Eagles? Eagles members. Uh, I I know Vince Gill is a member. Timothy B. Schmidt. Damn it. Timothy. I was thinking of Michael B. Jordan. I was too busy looking now to see if who's in it now. Um, Current members. Joe Walsh is still playing with them. Okay, that's good. Tom Henley, Joe Walsh, Timothy B. Schmidt, Deacon Fry. Deacon Fry, who is Glenn Fry's son, I believe. Son, yes, that is correct. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's still Don Henley, Joe Walsh, Timothy B. Schmidt, Deacon Fry, and Vince Gill. I mean, three of the original members. Well, two of the original members. Yeah, two. Timothy B. Schmidt's not an original member, but he kind of He's been in for a while. Yeah. He's been in for a long time. So, yeah, I mean, Bertie Leiden only played... Well, I guess he did play for a while. Andy Meisner and then Don Felder. Speaking so, of the Eagles, they just announced a tour date in Omaha. I saw they're they're going on tour with uh, they're playing Hotel California in its entirety. Oh, really? Um, yeah, in Hotel California, I believe only two of these guys were in uh, the band during the making of Hotel California, but that's okay. I'm looking at their – so Don Henley was in the band from 71 to 80. Joe Walsh was 75 to 80. Timothy B. Schmidt was 77 to 80. So there's there's some history still there. I'm for three guys. That's fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the show in Omaha, I believe, this is sometime in September. We'll move on from the Eagles. That probably took more than it needed to. We're a little rusty. <laughs> we are a little rusty. <laughs> We're a little rusty. Uh, July 3rd, 2000, uh, I went to St. Louis with Dave, James, Workman, a couple other fellas uh, to see Summer Sanitarium at a racetrack. It was actually outside of St. Louis. It was actually in Kentucky. Um, but it was Metallica, Kid Rock, Corn. System of a Down, Power Man 5000. Uh, it was a great show. I remember it was really hot. Somehow during the day, I hurt my back, and it really crippled me for the rest of the show. Dave was hanging out most of the time with System of a Down. I recall uh, we showed up, and the line was on the interstate very long. We were about to miss System of a Down, so Dave and I actually got out of the car on the interstate, ran to the entrance. I'm not sure how far we ran, but I know we definitely would not be doing that these days, uh, but System of a Down <laughs> put on an outstanding performance. Um, and then the rest of the, the, the gang, I don't remember much about Kid Rock's performance back then. That was when he was a cool metal guy, which he is not anymore. Uh, and then 628 of 99, the Road to Woodstock tour, Lip Biscuit, Kid Rock and Stain played in Denver, Michael and myself. I drove to the Fillmore Auditorium. I remember another Kid Rock performance. There you go. Uh, this was a great performance uh, by all three bands. Stain was uh, touring behind Dysfunction, which is an awesome album. Uh, Kid Rock killed the crowd, and Nettle and Biscuit were just one of the best live bands around. Uh, July 3rd, 1998, I went with my buddies Chad and Wardbaugh uh, to Kansas City to see Pearl Jam, the Murder City Devils. Uh, awesome show. Uh, this is when Matt Cameron had just joined the band. Uh, this was Pearl Jam's real big first tour since the Ticketmaster battle. And I, I, did, I was doing some reminiscing, Mike. I, I fell down a rabbit hole over the last week when I was sick. Uh, in 50 days, I just want to give you a little history. There was a 50-day span in 1998 
when uh, I was out of high school, just freshly out of high school, I, I saw Limp Biscuit, Incubus, and Cold on June 20th. I saw Snot and System of a Down on June 26th. I saw Pearl Jam on July 3rd. I saw the Warp Tour, which featured Deftones and No Effects on July 14th. I saw OzFest, which was Ozzy, Tool, Limp Biscuit, System of a Down, Incubus, Seven Dust, Megadeth, everybody else on July 26th. I went from Kansas City to Memphis the following day to see Tool, Melvins, and Reverend Horton Heat. On August 2nd, kind of a throwaway, but I still saw it, Jimmy's Chicken Shack at Memphis. And then on mm-hmm. August 7th, I saw the Beastie Boys in Kansas City with the Tribe Called Quest. 50 days, man. That's about as epic as a 50 days. I would have yeah, a hard time a... finding anything else. And I got down this uh, other rabbit hole. It's like, what else could I have seen during this time? Uh, so I was looking up some other bands. Pantera was not touring. For some reason, Mike, I did not go see Metallica and Jerry Cantrell on July 29th, uh, just three days after OzFest in Kansas City. I don't know why I didn't go to the show. It really annoys me. I'm very upset with myself. I want to go back to 1998, figure out why I did not go see Metallica with Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> Jerry Cantrell was touring behind Degradation Trip. Um, he had, uh, he had uh, what's his face, uh, William Duvall as the singer. He had Chris DeGarmo from Queensryche as his guitarist. He had, uh, I think, Sean Kenny was touring with him at the time. So basically, it was the new Alice in Chains without, uh, uh, without the bassist. I can't think of any name. Mike Inez. Oh. Man, and at that time, I had not seen Allison Chains. Missed opportunity. And I, and I think his touring basis might have been Robert Trillo. Because I'm pretty sure Robert Trillo played on the album. Really? Well, yep. sheesh. It's big, big mistake on my part. So even though the, the yeah, 50 happens. Days was really epic, uh, I did not go see that. A couple other shows I missed during that time, Mike. Uh, Van Halen, three were touring. They also played oh, Kansas boy. City. I missed the Spice Girls on tour uh i missed creed on tour uh Wyclef oh. john uh brought out the buster rhymes on the smoking grooves tour in kansas city i mean i went down this rabbit hole that played sandstone amphitheater in 1998 oh the day before pulling in kansas city was the lilith fair mike uh it could have just been one of the most amazing things summers of all time i should right. just I, I don't I, maybe i was working at sonic and i couldn't get the days off i don't know but opportunities lost. And that ends Will's Concerts. Will's Concerts. Will's Concerts. Well, definitely a very interesting uh, group of shows there. Um, a lot of classic rock thrown in there, which, you know, is always nice. Summertime. Um, summertime. Summer, 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 summertime. Cool. Well, that's awesome. I don't have any shows during that time. Okay. I I, I looked and uh, yeah, nothing. I'm sure there probably was. I just don't remember it. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. uh, brings us to the album reviews for this week. Um, the first one is uh, from an artist, a Rocklahoma artist mm-hmm. um, named Austin Mead. Um, don't really know too much about this guy. Um, he's been around yeah, I mean, for a, a Is it a guy? Bit. Yeah, is it, it a is. guy or a band? It's a guy. Okay. It's a guy. Okay. Um, the album is called Black Sheep. Um, I can't remember when it was released. I think it was late 2020. Now I gotta look. Not previewed. No, we're not really prepared today. Um, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't really know what's going on. I mean, I listened to the album today as well. And I just, 
don't have my information like I normally do. Uh, yeah. Actually, it came Anyways. out this year. Yeah, twenty twenty one. It came out. It came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, I was surprised um, because he's currently on tour with Seven Dust. They're coming by uh, Georgia on July twenty fifth. Potential for an opportunity for me to see a show there. He doesn't sound anything like what you would think of for Seven Dust tour mate. Um, Not at all. Uh, I, for me, you know, I, I was thinking Blackberry Smoke. I was thinking Whiskey Myers. I was thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, why can I not think of any other bands besides just those two bands, but other country rock type bands. I mean, it was a very, I felt it was a country heavy type of rock album. Um, And I'm really, I'm just, when I started listening to it, knowing that they're touring with seven dust, I I just was not prepared for what this album provided me. I was just really, really surprised. I, I kind of got an idea of what I was going into when I saw that his top most listened to song on Spotify is a song with Co Wetzel uh, called Happier Alone. And I was like, oh, okay, well, Co Wetzel's an obvious country dude. Um, oh. You know, there's some good music on here. I don't hate country yeah. uh, rock. Um, I, I have no issues with Whiskey Myers or Black, uh, Blackstone Cherry, I guess, is another uh, good uh, comparison for Austin Mead. There's some good songs on here. But, I, wouldn't, uh, I, would, I wouldn't agree with that. Really? I, I don't I mean no. Blackstone Cherry is pretty southern rock country. Right. I mean, but I mean it's it was Blackstone Cherry, I feel, is more upbeat, more um tap your foot, jam out type of music. This guy was just kind of ho hum. I mean I, I nothing nothing on the album excited me. Nothing, I mean, man. Not really. Not came really. out on March nineteenth, by the way. March nineteenth. March nineteenth. Okay. Yeah, I mean it. It was all right. It was okay. I just it wasn't anything that really jumped out at me. Honestly, uh, I just, yeah. I mean, we're in agreement. Uh, I, I guess that's what I was. Try- I was trying to get myself to say. Uh, yeah. I was surprised that it wasn't heavy, and then I just. I had a hard time getting that thought process out of my head as I listened to the album. And I listened to it a few times. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see. I, I mean, I think he'll go over fine at Rocklahoma, but it, to me, with the new festival that Rocklahoma people have, he would have been much more of a fit at whatever the hell that other festival is called that they have with uh, Blackstone right. Cherry playing. Not Black, I got Blackstone Cherry in my head. Uh, with Blackberry Smoke uh, playing, I think they w- he would have been a better fit at that festival. Yeah. Um It'll be interesting to see, you know, how I'm sure it'll be, like you said, received well. But, I mean, it's just for me, it was just like, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe he puts on a great show. I just, hopefully he's got other songs on his albums that are a little more upbeat, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he does. But I do see he has a 2019 album, which I never listened to, so. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, he's been around for, he has been around for a while. He's got an album yeah. from 2014. <clears throat> yep. Dude's, dude's been around for seven years. Good grief. He's, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was all right. I mean, I just, eh. Yeah. Eh, eh. I think is the proper term. It will not yeah. make my top 10 list no. for albums nope. in 2021. Nope. It's no, yeah, it's not even, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're the, Foo, the Foo Fighters album was better than this. Uh, the Foo Fighters album was substantially better than this. That is correct. Yeah. 
That was better. <laughs> I don't know about substantially. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's move on to, like you said, uh, one of the bands that uh, you uh, seem to love, um, big fan of, Blue October. Uh, oh, did we still did we still decide to do this one? Yeah, did we? Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. You didn't? Okay, well, I did. Can't <laughs> give your thoughts. <laughs> uh, this album was released October twenty third, two thousand twenty, my birthday. Um, nice. And for strangely enough, I didn't listen to it. Um, you know why? Because it fucking sucks. <laughs> it is terrible. Um, this is what I live for. Uh, I've, I'll be completely honest. I'm not a Blue October fan. I've heard a few of their songs here and there. Um, after listening to this album, I am 100% still not a fan. Um, a lot of these songs are, are terrible. Um, I don't know. These guys have been around for a long time, right? 20-plus yeah. years. 20-plus years. So there's a song on this album called Oh My My. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's a single from the album. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. It's uh, the lyrics are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my 15 year old son wrote it. Um, are you saying bad. your 15 year old son cannot write lyrics? Um, if if he was going to write lyrics to a song, mm-hmm. these are what the lyrics would be. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it. Well, I don't know how you're a fan of this band. It's terrible. Uh, well, terrible. I'll tell I'm you a... what. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know where this ranks at? This is below OK Human by Weezer, mm-hmm. but but still above the album by Alice Cooper. So right now it's 28. It is 28 <laughs> out of 31. That's how bad this album is. The only mm-hmm. albums that were worse. Mm-hmm. Alice Cooper, Nancy Wilson, and Haley Williams. Mm. It's down there. Are you listening to it? Yeah. I'm going to do a quick review. Yeah. Um, so their, their first three albums were Consent to Treatment, History for Sale, and Foiled. Uh, that's why I'm a fan of this band. Those three albums were outstanding in my opinion and they were great live back in those days they came through lincoln in omaha constantly yeah uh, I've, justin, I've seen that before yeah justin was dating uh and got married to a chick from lincoln which i think is why they kept coming through so much um so those albums were really good um and they really had quite the following in the lincoln omaha area and i mean they've they just they've been pretty constant with their albums i mean i'm looking at their list now i mean I hope you're happy. 2018, Home. 2016, Sway. 2013, Any Man in America was an awful album uh, because he was going through a divorce, and Any Man in America was like his hate letter, uh, his hate album to his wife at that time, and he was going through a, a child custody battle, and it all came across in that album. It was a really, it's a really cringy, cringeworthy, cringeworthy album. Just one of the, one of the worst. Um, I'm going to take your word for it for This Is What I Live For. Uh, I recently got back into Blue October in the last year because Justin Furstenfeld, uh, the lead singer, has a, he, he has a, you know released a solo acoustic renditions of a lot of Blue October songs from the past, and I think they're great. Um, but I'll, I'll take your review that it's a horrendous album, and we'll go from there. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, 
That's that's bad. <laughs> they played they played George's. I couldn't could listen to the whole thing. Yeah, they played George's about every other year, and I've never been able to check them out. So I'm not I'm not sure the last time I saw them. It may have been. I don't think I've seen them in the last decade. So probably 2009, I would say 2008, somewhere in that area. But I saw them ten times in that particular decade. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. They were good at the time. That wraps up our reviews for this week. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so you you went with... What about our... So did you do the Jerry Cantrell album? No. Okay, so see, this is where our our wires got crossed. I think we scuttled the Blue October album for Austin Mead. And for some reason, we were on... We got to talking about Allison Chains, and I decided that we wanted to do a review of Jerry Cantrell's degradation trip. Well, let's save that for next week. Okay. Are we? Are were we doing Boggy Depot? I thought we were doing um, Boggy Depot. Now that you bring that up, I was thinking. Yeah, we were doing it, it was. Depot. It was. It was Boggy Depot. That is correct. Let's, why don't we just make a Jerry Cantrell week next week? Okay. We well, I mean we we, we can. That's fine. That's it's not no. a problem. I have no issues with that. No, nope. we'll just do the one. Okay. Buggy Depot. So Buggy you Depot. listen you listen to Blue October, I listen to Buggy Depot. You definitely got the better uh better choice got, this week. I got the better end of the stick. That is correct. Yes, you did. Gosh darn it. Now I mm. I wish I would have done that. Anywho. Well, before we get to the list. You know, where I, I, I expected a little more excitement out of you when I said that I went to a few record stores. Um, kind of disappointed with that. Uh, um, I, you know, I, uh, I, I just figured we were going to bring it up later on in the show, so I held back. All right, well, I guess it's now, now's the time. You obviously didn't get out to any because you were sick. That's correct. But I did go to um, Electric Fetus, which is normally my favorite record shop in Minneapolis because the selection there is insane. Um, but this, this trip wasn't that great there. I, you know, I only walked out of there with one album. Um, I could not find anything that I wanted, um, that are on my list. I couldn't find anything that was on your list. Mm. Um, it was just not a great trip there. And I don't know why, but you know, I'm sure uh, I'll be up there in the next few months and I'll get to stop by there and look again. So I walked out of there with a new bear tooth release of below. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug that album so much that I had to pick that one up. Super. And then I went to uh, another place that's called Cheapo Records. Mm-hmm. Um, really not um, as cheap as the name would imply. <laughs> um, but uh, awesome. It should, it should be called. Uh, it should be called Cheapish, or not so Cheapo Records. <laughs> um, but they have a lot of locations up there. Um, I went to one that was in Blaine, Minneapolis, which is a suburb of, uh, I say Blaine, Minneapolis, Blaine, Minnesota, <laughs> suburb of Minneapolis. Um, great selection. Um, they had rows upon rows of CDs. Um, nice. I did not really spend any time going through those, even though I do have a CD player. Um, but I did go through the albums and um, I picked up some some nice gems um, picked up Rise Against Appeal to Reason, mm-hmm. which has my favorite Rise Against song on there. Um, I did pick up Chevelle, this type of thing could do us in. Mm-hmm. I picked up the debut album from Royal Blood. Nice. 
and I also picked up NWA Eiffel for Zagan, mm. which obviously we know what that says backwards. This was the album that was released right after Cube left. Um, so I feel my, like I I feel like I never knew that. What? I feel like you just hit me with some new news. What news? That that evil for Zagan actually is something else backwards. Yes. Do you know what? It, do you know what it? Yeah, I mean, I put it together when you told me that. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, um, do they have another album that's called that particular name? No. Hmm. Do people no. refer to that as that? No, they well they they refer to it I think as the uh the other way that that N I double G A Z for life. Hmm. Okay. So um, you know, but it's got such great classic songs on there as uh God, I can't remember what song I mean, Automobile is on this. Um One Less, which is like one less bitch to worry about. Um gosh, what else is on there? It doesn't have the track listing on the back, and I haven't opened it up yet. But um, Always Into Something was, I think, a single. They did put a video out for that. I remember that. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's a very uh, different album from Straight Outta Compton. So, And then um, I did get you a gift as well. Nice. Um, yeah. It's uh, the Foo Fighters, the color yeah. and shape. Yeah. So... But I will be bringing that down to you when uh, we meet up in August. I'm very excited for the show that I can't talk about because my mom is upset. Oh, why my she mom's upset? mad because she loves the Foo Fighters, and I'm going to the Foo Fighters without her. Oh, well, she says I can't talk about it um, in front of her or anything like that. So, you know. While I'm down in Oklahoma City listening to the wonderful stylings of Dave Grohl, she'll mm-hmm. be sitting in Norfolk, Nebraska, babysitting dogs. So mm. I, think, I still you know, have to let my wife know about that particular concert. Ooh, you haven't done yeah. that yet? No. Well, when Certainly. did you tell her about Corey Taylor? Ooh, uh, was it a couple weeks recall. before the show? I think it might have been a couple of a, weeks. Yeah, it was like a month before the show. You're it's a great right way to show, my friend. I know it's it's about time. I'm just trying to find the right moments, and uh, right now it's just there's a lot Does of stuff happening. Know... In, there's a lot of stuff happening in my household right now. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Does she know that you're going to Rockahoma? You know that's a good question. I, I will have to ask her about that after <laughs> I let her know of the food fight. I think she knows that we're going. But I can't confirm. I have not confirmed to her that the tickets have been purchased and that we are definitely going. Oh, okay. Good lord. Oh boy. All right. Anyways, moving you know, on. I have to. I have to break <laughs> concert news in a very particular way. You got to right. find really good particular moments. Yeah, you got to have the timing's got to be right. Timing's got to be great. Super. And Everything I, and I feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my record store purchases for the week. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, bad, I didn't mean to make you feel like uh, I was I was ignoring it. I just knew that yeah. it was going to come eventually in the show is what I was trying to say. Okay. I'm always All excited right. to hear about a record store uh, experience. Yes. 
Oh, by so the way, tomorrow. I did go to a record store uh, during that oh, time. Uh, I was just sick. Uh, the album I was looking for, which was Skid Row's debut, was no longer there. Um, so I, I, because I didn't feel well, I didn't stick around. Uh, I saw that the Skid Row had been gone, and I, I left. So I was there for like 15 minutes. Right. Well, my local shop got an album in that I, I want, but um, they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I'm kind of hoping it's there on Wednesday. I should message the owner. Because, um, yeah. So what album? Uh, it's a Hank Williams, the third greatest hits album. Oh, speaking of which, has the Hank, the fourth guy, has his album came out yet? You know what? I don't know. Um, Remember when we listened is, to that? And then yeah, we listened that to that one song. Yeah. What, what's the name? Four? four? Yeah. It's Four and the Strange Band. And there's just still the one song that's out. So I don't know what's going on there. I haven't seen anything in the news. I haven't really been following it. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we'll uh we'll see if anything comes out with that. But yeah, there's a Hank Three um greatest hits album out that has a lot of stuff off of Straight to Hell. Now you can't find Straight to Hell on vinyl without it costing like anywhere between two and three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you know, I will take what I can get and hopefully it's still there. So, but I won't find out till Wednesday. I'm sorry that you're skid row. You didn't spend any other time in there. See the urge, even if I was no, sick. I was, I was not feeling well and I uh, just, it just didn't happen. I was disappointed because mm-hmm. I should have bought it when I saw it at record store day. Yeah. And I, I held off because I already had four albums or five albums with me. And I should have just bought it. So I was just I was disappointed in myself that I lost the opportunity. So the the disappointment led me to leave the store on top of the sickness. Gotcha. All right. Well, hopefully your next uh, next venture will be better. Yeah, we'll be there on Saturday. Right on. Cool. That brings us to the list. Why don't you explain the list for us this week? Yeah, we struggled with the list. If you recall from our last show, we we went off the air without actually having a list. Yeah. Um, And we still struggled throughout the last two weeks. I finally came up with uh, your favorite in, you know, in light of July 4th and spirits of July 4th. What are your favorite patriotic uh, songs? Now, patriotic, I will put in quotation marks um, because really it's just songs about America. Uh, but patriotic songs, uh, a, a lot of patriotic songs are can be a little anti-American as well. Yeah, yeah but, but that, that is part of it. So, uh-huh. what are the patriotic songs that scream America to you? So, yeah, this was an interesting list because I mean, you would think. I mean, I sat there and I'm like, okay, could it be America Badass by Kid Rock? Because mm-hmm. that song just screams America to me. There's nothing sure. more America than. American than Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. I made that comment earlier and then I went ahead and I listened to his debut album from start to finish mm-hmm. just because I hadn't heard it for a while. But there is nothing more American than Kid Rock. Um, but he's not on the list. Okay. Um, so number five for me is Pink Houses by John Mellencamp. Oh, that's a good one. I think uh, it's a song that just screams Middle America, which John Mellencamp is. 
and um, I just really dig the tune. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of Melon Camp songs that could go yeah. into this list. I have my own Melon Camp song on there, uh, but I'm gonna go with a banger to start off my list. Uh, uh, Party in the USA by Miley oh, Cyrus. Geez. I knew um, you were gonna do this. Just an outstanding. I just, I just song. knew it. Now I thought to myself, he's gonna put fucking Miley Cyrus on the list just to fucking get a rise out of it. It's it's a great pop song. Now, can she name a Jay Z song? I don't think so. Oh, um, art, art. You think you think Miley Cyrus knows anything about Jay Z? Oh yeah. Nah. Oh yeah. I doubt it. Oh yeah. Come on. Everybody knows everything about Jay Z. I just think everybody Miley, everybody can name one Jay Z song. If Miley rolls into a club and they're playing a Jay Z song, she's not yeah. gonna know that it's Jay Z. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but wow. the rest of the song is fabulous. It's a great American July Fourth song. It's like uh, now that I'm saying this, uh, because when I think of Fourth of July movies, I think of Will Smith. Will Smith should have been in my top five for. I'm sure he's got a patriotic song out there somewhere. But number five, Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Number four for me, one of those songs that was kind of, that's been misconstrued as a uh, patriotic song and is used often by um, politicians that don't know jack shit, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. number 45, Fortunate mm-hmm. Son by CCR. You know, uh, I mean, I, uh, CCR in general, just scream America. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear that a lot. Scream America, folks! Mm. Scream it! <laughs> scream it from the top of your lungs. Great song. Um, if you don't know what it's about, obviously it's protest of Vietnam War. So there you have it, number four. Uh, Along those same lines, uh, politicians use this song incorrectly, um, and this dude does scream America. He is the boss. The uh-huh. song is Born in the USA. Bruce! Uh, Bruce, as we learned throughout uh, when getting older, Born in the USA is not this really patriotic, happy-to-be-an-American song. It's uh, I, I think it's more about the poor treatment that we show to our veterans so when they come back from war. But Born in the USA is is just a an outstanding great song by a great true American singer singer hero, I would say. Not hero in general, just a singer hero. He's an icon. Icon. Bruce is an icon. Couldn't agree more. Um, Reagan used it and I don't think he really knew what it was about because he was an out of touch old man. So, you know, people are just Politicians are dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, number three for me, American Woman. Uh, mm. Obviously uh, written by the guess who, but made famous as well by Lenny Kravitz. Um, nothing's more American than an American woman. Um, and that's a great American video with Heather Graham. Yes. Whew. Heather Graham yeah. is in the video. Yeah. Heather Graham is very, 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 very beautiful. Yeah, God bless America. That's all you can God say about that video. Absolutely. Uh, my number three, or do you have anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay, nope. my number three, nope. uh, This Is America by Childish Gambino. Um, obviously. Who? Childish Gambino. Childish. Are you with me? 
This is yeah, America. I don't know who Childish Gambino is. Are you, are you being serious right now? Yeah, 100% serious. But you know this who, song, who is though, he? right? This is no. America. Uh-huh. Uh, Childish Gambino is Donald Glover, the okay. actor. I, who played Lando uh, Carlisian in the solo story. Okay. And then This is America. Surely you know this video. It's uh, it's him, uh, topless, wearing jeans, uh, dancing down, I believe, a parking garage. And he has all the scenes from his song uh, in the background behind him. Nothing that doesn't ring a bell to you? Nope. Interesting. Okay. Well, it's a great song. Uh, it's a dark look at to what America really is, um, as told by a great storyteller, Mr. Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, uh, which I believe he got his name. It doesn't matter where he got his name, but Childish Gambino. Look it up, Mike. Watch the video. I'm sure it'll ring okay. a bell once you start hearing the beginning of the song. This is America. Yeah, never song from that chap. So I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that song won Grammys and MTV Video Music Awards. Um, as we've discussed before, the Grammys are absolute trash and bullshit. <laughs> so I really don't watch it. Um, and MTV again hasn't been relevant for thirty years, twenty five years. I'm surprised that the name Childish Gambino means nothing to you. I mean, I knew it was Donald Glover, but I've never listened to any of his music. Okay. All right. Go ahead with your number two. So I should listen to his music is what you're saying? Yeah, I think he's... Would I like it? Would I like his music? I don't see why not. I think Charles Gambino is a really good modern-day rapper. Okay. Well, my number two was your number... Have you ever watched Atlanta? No. Okay. That's also a good series you should watch. Starring okay. Donald Glover. I think it's written by Donald Glover as well. I think it is. I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Um, where did you have Born in the USA? Number four? Yeah, number four. I, I have it at number two. There you go. Um, there's really nothing more to say about it besides it's Bruce. I mean, there's a few Bruce songs. I mean, obviously, uh, Glory Days could have been. Glory Days, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, Born to Run, I think, uh, Screams American. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of Bruce songs that, uh, that, uh, the studio audience is shaking their head at me telling me, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So <laughs> whatever. I might be pulling shit on my ass at this point. Um, yeah. All right. What's your number two? Uh, my number two, Grand Funk Railroad, uh, we're an American band. And now yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the song that needed more cowbell? Or that was uh, Fear of the Reaper, is that right? Fear of the Reaper needs more cowbell. Okay. Because uh, there is some cowbell at the beginning of this, and I started doubting myself that this was actually the the, <laughs> the one. But now that I said it out loud, I figured it out. Uh, but, it, you know, it's a it's a great tune, and it gives a nod to Little Rock and yep. our, uh, our sweet, and sweet Omaha. Connie. Yeah, in Omaha. And sweet, sweet Connie, who was a groupie, a uh, very famous groupie from Little Rock. So... You know, just just based off of that, I'm I'm giving the giving the nod. <laughs> Little, Little Rock has been a famous groupie. I didn't know yep. that. Yeah, her name is Connie. Look her up, Google. I'll have to do that. Grand Funk Railroad. Dig it, dig it. All right, my number one is the quintessential, the most patriotic song by the greatest sing songwriter, singer, storyteller. Of all time. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? 
Mm, based off of that, no, I don't. I don't have a clue. Uh, you, pr- uh, no, I don't. I don't know who you're talking about at all. Fuck. Um, by Neil Fucking Diamond. <laughs> okay, there you go. Neil Diamond, uh, is the greatest. The greatest. The fucking greatest. I went through a phase. I don't know how old I was. But all I fucking listened to was fucking Neil Diamond. I might have been like 10, maybe 11. Who knows? But all I listened to was fucking Neil Diamond for like at least three days straight. Three days. I don't know. Probably was longer. I was was probably longer. But this, I mean, come on. They're coming to America, Will. Today. Oh man, um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You got nothing. No, you're like, your mind. Your mind is blowing because the fact that you didn't think of this as your number one. I didn't think of this in, in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. This did not Why? enter. How can you not? Well, I guess I just didn't remember Neil Diamond's America. Are right, you know the song right? I'm about to. I'm about to play it so I can get oh, it. My get it back in my head. My country, of the sweet land of liberty. Do you want me to sing it for you? Yes. Go ahead. Well, you're obviously listening to it. I got to sing along. It's fucking karaoke night. Okay. This is quite the dramatic... Dun, dun, yeah, dun, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like you're on some sort of like special edition of it. This is classic diamonds. Classic diamonds with the London Symphony Orchestra. Sorry, I got the live version. Oh yeah, I couldn't yeah. find it. Yeah, you know it didn't it didn't enter my head, Mike. But this is this is a great tune for sure. So you know it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. This I mean, if you've seen if you've seen. Yeah. Yeah, you need to do. You need to listen to the studio version. Yeah, I'll get on it. Uh, my oh. number one. I'm not going to give nearly the intro that you gave. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to say R O C K in the USA is my number. Yeah. One by Mr. John Mellencamp. Right. I mean, that's a. Uh, that's a. Uh, you know. Yeah, buddy. Uh, in parentheses, it says a salute to 60s rock. Is that really? That is true. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's listed on the album that way. It might be. But, um, you know, it is. A, it is a song about that. Yeah, buddy. You know, Spotify really needs what Apple has. Apple, you can look at the lyrics. Yep. Spotify, Spotify doesn't have that. I love that on my Apple TV. Yeah. So yeah, there's obviously that. I mean, Jack and Diane could be on there. Yeah, I mean, again, there's a you lot know, of Melon Camp songs. I mean, there are so many songs that could be on this that, you know, uh, I can. Uh, John Denver, Take Me Home, Country mm-hmm. Roads. Yeah, that definitely. could be on there. Definitely. Um, there's a lot. Now, what does you Slipknot can have the say? Kiss. 
is their national anthem. The Heretic Anthem, is that correct? The Heretic Anthem, yes. Yep. What are we going to say about Kiss? I'm sorry. Kiss Kiss has got their song rocking in the USA. You've got Night Rangers. You can still rock in the USA. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, you got Jimi Hendrix, the Star Spangled Band, uh, right. the Star Spangled. What's it called? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, "What's it called?" The Star Spangled Banner is what oh, I'm trying boy. to say. Yeah, the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's. I was really called. struggling. I was really struggling. You were with that. I mean, you got Lee Lee Greenwood, proud to be an American. Yeah, that was in my top five for a little bit, but uh, I had to get Miley Cyrus in there. But that that Lee Greenwood right. song. Uh, in my childhood, was definitely the most patriotic as I was growing up. It gets right. a little I mean, it's cornier. Not it's not necessarily a, right, and it's not necessarily a rock song. But then, yeah. Cyrus. But I, I just, I knew it. I knew you were gonna do it. I knew you were gonna pull it out. And I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> I kind of now that I'm looking at what the lyrics and what the theme of Rock in the USA is, I feel you want to like kind of change your really, number one. Yeah, it's not really a patriotic sign. I didn't know it was... I see, this is my issue is why I don't really listen to lyrics of songs. Yeah. This is, this is why politics, politicians but do it still screams, as well. But it, it screams it screams America, though. You, you it know, does scream America. Because the USA. they are artists. Right. right. Now, now all, I'm, all I'm saying is that it's a song about artists in the 60s. And I'm like, all now right. Now you well, got, you know, you also got America by Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of songs. I, there were so many. I had to go on a deep dive myself and, and, and look at some because, yeah. Pull it a there. lot. I'll, I'll go with it. No, I was I, I was just getting ready to pull up uh, pull up a list, but I don't think it's necessary anymore. You're still listening to this song. <laughs> the song that you say is not even really about America. Yeah. So, it's a great song, though. Great song. <laughs> it is a great song. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm still listening to it. All right. Okay, we'll move on. I will right, we'll move on. Well, that's the end. That's the end of the list. Um, our July Fourth uh, themed patriotic songs. Our top five. Always um, a pleasure, and we'll always throw something in there that's just going to make me question mm-hmm. what the hell he's doing. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of I mean it kind of wraps it up for this week. It's it been a shit it's been a shit show. It has been a shit um, show. Uh makes us realize that we really can't afford to take a week off because no. the next show is going to be a disaster. And it really gives me concern about the off the rails performance. Yes. Uh once we finally get back uh, because it's going to be just a complete disaster. I can't wait. Well, it's gonna back. it's good it's gonna take a while to catch everybody up, I feel. Um yeah. I feel that uh your co host is uh going to off the rails numerous, numerous times about numerous, numerous topics. Um, it's going to make for great shows. I highly anticipate it. I'm very, very excited for it. Um, hopefully, we have a return date soon. I hope so. But in the meantime, uh, we will do our best to have this not, I mean, not have a shit show again. Um, but, you know, we'll be better prepared. But next week, so we're obviously going to listen to Jerry Cantrell, um, Boggy Depot. Um, we're going to check out a couple of Rocklahoma artists. Um, one is Corey Marks. We're going to listen to the album Who I Am. 
Um, he is uh, a country artist. He does have some rock singers on his album. Um, and then we're going to listen to a rapper that is going to be on Rocklahoma by the name of Jelly Roll. So uh, his his latest album, which is called Self Medicated. So and then for our list, I'm going to steal one of the lists that we talked about, one that was sent to me during the week by you. Uh, top five, our top five breakup songs. All right, breakup yeah. songs. I like that's it. gonna that's gonna be great. Um, there's a, a lot of breakup songs that are going to be just phenomenal. So that's what we had to look forward to. Uh, do you do want our best? Do you want uh, the breakup songs to be a particular genre, or are no. we good with cross genre? I think we any genre because we've all been there. We've all <laughs> had that breakup in our life, and you know you could have been listening to Whitney. You could have been listening to No Doubt. Um, there's there's a ton of breakup songs. You could have been listening to, uh, yeah, I'm sure Miley Cyrus has got a breakup song. Um, uh, uh, Wrecking no. Ball, surely uh, is. Yeah, a there you go, Wrecking Ball. Song. Right. Um, there's going to be a lot. It's going to be. Um, it's going to be very nostalgic. There could be tears shed. There could be curse words flying, cursing our exes. That broke our hearts. Um, yeah, and we welcome you to submit your top five breakup songs as well. Um, get it to us before uh, Sunday of next week of this week, and uh, we will read your list on the air. Something for you to look forward to. I like it. So, yep, that's what you have to look forward to next week. We promise we will be better. We will be better prepared. Um. Will is healthy, er. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll see about that. I'm not traveling anywhere. No vacations. Life is back to normal. All right. Cool. Anything else, my friend? Uh, tomorrow's my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, happy to birthday, her. mom! Happy I birthday! Think, I think she's turning seventy-three-ish, somewhere in that area. So nice time. Yeah, it's very exciting. Does she, does she listen to our podcast? She would have no idea how to listen to our podcast. So, I'm, no, <laughs> no, not okay. one clue, not one clue. All right. No well, smartphone, uh, no computer in that household. Really? Yeah. My dad's the same way. Yeah. No computer, no smartphone. Yeah. He makes me look stuff up on the internet for him. Yes. I, I get phone calls for that every yep. day. Yep. Every day. Constantly. Can you look up? Yes. Yep. Sure. Now, I guess he has taken to watching YouTube videos at work when he comes across something that he doesn't know exactly or can't remember how to work on. There you go. So he'll, he'll, he's YouTube, YouTube certified mechanic. So <laughs> there you go. Right on, my friend. Well, get healthy. Thank you. And we will talk to you in a few days. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy the week. Thanks uh, for well. everybody Have for listening. One. Another solid 90-minute episode. Dig it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.